Welcome to the Albion TV interview series. I am the chosen one, and I am joined today by the infamous Spinex, GM of various and known for, I don't know, various crimes against humanity of Albion Online, or at least that's what he's accused of. Spinex, you're here to clear your name a little bit, maybe set the record straight, give your side of the story. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, so I'm Spinex, 20 years old. Uh, I've played this game for three years. And uh, I did a lot of few things in Albion, a few things that I'm not proud of, a few things that uh, I would not do again if I had the chance to do it, and a few things that I stand for and um, that I want to kind of stand out there and say, hey, that's my opinion. Yeah, it's kind of, kind of where I come from at the moment. All right. You had said that you had been playing for three years. You started out as just a 17-year-old that was full of a bit of piss and vinegar and wanted to go out there and uh, get shit done. You wanted to throw down and, and have a good time, and you may have overstated a few things, I heard. is that That's how you described it to me when we were talking earlier. Um, <laughs> I mean, in general, um, I'd say when you're 17, you do a lot of things. You overestimate yourself a lot of times. Uh, you think a lot better of yourself than you actually are. And I think that comes partially from uh, where I've came from, uh, from the games, from the environment that I had in real life, that I had in in-game. And uh, it all, I'd say, came, comes, a little bit, comes a little bit together uh, that I've been just, uh, I can say, it, uh, I had an opinion and uh, I didn't want to change opinions on some things that I just thought I did better. But in this game, I just had a lot to learn and um, some people were, I'd say, really unhappy about some opinions that I had. That will happen, especially when you insist that you're right. And they're like, uh, um, sorry, buddy. Uh, we've been playing a little while. Maybe we know what we're doing. Uh, where did you start here where you started having the, that pushback? Because I'm looking at your, your history, and it sounds like early on you had quite the history. Do you want to go through that a little bit? Yeah, we can. We can truly. Um, so I started in a little German guild called uh, Some People. I uh, initially started out as a gatherer. Uh, I wanted to to jumpstart my game. I wanted to instantly involve myself into guilds. Uh, I wanted to do my own content, want to generate content. Uh, and I kind of did this by um, by integrating newer players, even though I was a new player myself, into the game. Uh, I tried to teach them something uh, that I even don't have a best clue about the game myself. And it all kind of started from there, that I had interest in teaching players, that I had interest in uh, generating content for the people back then, so to call friends. I kind of moved on from there. Um, obviously, some people did like that I took um, command or took authority about them, even though I was that newish. Also with the, I'd say, uh, with my ego, with my little persona, they had a little bit problem with. I was 17 back then, so I'd expect some people that are 30 to 40 uh, look, look down at me like, hey, yo, what's this little guy doing there? I don't like this. And... Yeah, things kind of already started rocky from there. Uh, then I left this guild and uh, joined another ZVZ German guild, which is not really worth mentioning. What a dig. <laughs> I mean, I'd say it's like it was it was not a bad guild. Like the, the community was, was not bad, but it just kind of set up, uh, started the wrong foot there as well. Because nearly every guild knows each other. That's like a little mm -hmm. village. And uh, if somebody says something bad about you, everybody's going to talk shit the next day about you. So, um, you know, it's always been rocky with the German community since I started. Uh, also left, like I kind of started chart calling there, but I left after I kind of didn't 
I wouldn't say uh, not respected, but I didn't get respected for what I tried to do because I wasn't I wasn't good at the time. I wasn't nearly as good as I am now, and I wouldn't claim myself to be one of the best players. So it sounds like uh, you were in a situation where you were taking on large roles of responsibility without being offered those roles of responsibility and then going off in your headstrong direction of the way you thought it was supposed to be done, regardless of what those around you were saying, and that caused you to butt heads with a lot of the old school leadership of the the guilds that you were in and while you thought you were doing the right thing because you were coming from a good place wanting to teach new players try to take on the roles that were missing in a guild without the experience both in life and in Albion it caused a lot of strife for your personal relationships in those guilds yeah definitely it caused a lot of drama um I mean like there are a lot of a lot of moments where I just went like randomly fk I mean, like, if you're 17, uh, you know, you, your parents, you know, still live with you. I guess that's pretty normal. And uh, they come up and start talking to you or randomly burst in. I was kind of disrupted it sometimes. And people kind of were annoyed, especially people who had work with children who don't have these problems of people interrupting them. And for me, as somebody who wanted to take over stuff, uh, it was really hard to uh, not get bothered, I guess, during the day or to get interrupted. People are kind of annoyed from this, um, but kind of when I when I see it from there, like when when I departed also this guild, I would say I started out already. I started already out my own German guild. Uh, it was called Mord. Uh, it was I'd say a PVE started guild, and I kind of started making my own order, my own rules, and my own content from there. And uh, I guess that was kind of a moment of proud for me. Like that was my first own project that I've managed that I've built up alone. And yeah, people kind of continued following me there and looking what I was doing and uh, things didn't went as good from there as well. When we were talking earlier, you thought at the time that Mort had achieved something for you that you were very proud of, that it was at one point in your mind, the best German guild. Yeah, I'd say so. Like in, in my mind back then, like every other German guild that was able to mess something in ZVZ was not really existing anymore. They were all either AFK or disbanded. Yeah, I did consider it. Back in the days, I would consider it one of the best German girls, but it clearly it clearly wasn't, you know? And in, in the aftermath, I would say we had a good community. We messed 60 people, which was pretty insane for the German guild. But in the end, we were not as good experience-wise as, for example, Zorn. Like Zorn, when you look at Zorn, they had experienced people. They had experienced scholars, and that's just something we lacked we didn't have uh, but we just kind of tried to put us out better than we actually were because you know we were kind of kind of the new the new kids on the block and people either liked us or they didn't like us you were trying to make a name for yourself in a, yeah. in a sense and you were fighting above your weight class oftentimes and maybe getting into a little bit of trouble because you bit off more than you could chew but without a lot of other german guilds in the community at that time you got to achieve something that felt cool to you. You were the most effective German guild at that time without Zorn currently being active. And for you, that was important. That was important to me back in the days, yes, definitely. Um, that's something that I really look up to. And, uh, you know, once I once I achieved that, once, once I was at that point, and uh, I also kind of reached my breaking point, uh, uh, I left 
I graduated on school, had just a few other things to care about than about the guild that I thought was built up on PvE, but initially I wanted to turn it into PvP, which didn't work as well. And uh, I just kind of wanted to kind of bounce off and look where my own journey heads, where I could, you know, just look where my ambition lies in this game and uh, just started a little bit solo. So after, I'd say, season season 9, season 10, uh, yeah, like, I hopped off my guild and went on a journey. And that journey brought you to Derek, didn't it? It was uh, the great king of Mercia that you joined up with in one of his, I guess, reformations of Money Guild in season 10, I believe? Yeah, that's correct. Um so once I joined Bunny Guild, like the only thing I heard about Derek is uh, I saw a few interviews, I saw for a few rage competition uh, compilations of, of him, you know, getting angry about stuff, and um, I just see a lot of a lot of negative things about him, but I hear also a small positive amount about him, mm-hmm. and uh, that kind of makes me interested in his guild and what he wants to do because he kind of kind of seemed like a guy that he want he wanted to achieve something, and um, people are just out there to troll him sometimes. Oh, yeah, he gets a lot. So he's the former king of Mercia who ruled with an iron fist who nobody could even stand against for the longest of time. Oops was champion for so long that it was in the beginning days. It felt like it was forever. Well, eventually, the I think it was more the the changing of the world with Queen really was part of the, the end of the Oops legacy. And. That was, we saw some good things from Derek after that point, but the amount of effort and the amount of targets, you know, the amount of people that were targeting him at the time just made it very difficult. I have a, a mixed relationship with Derek, you know. I think that he had done some incredible things, and he, you're right, though. He had those those moments that everybody focuses on that he probably gets too much attention for. But he also had one of the, in my mind, best Twitch streams that we've ever had when it came to somebody actually explaining the mechanics of the game. It was fantastic. So, yes, there's some good, there's some bad, there's some really good, there's some stories. I can understand why somebody would want to play with Derek for a season. I mean, you have to give him. He's entertaining, and uh, that's some, just something that I liked, especially when he when he's like yelling and all that stuff. It kind of kind of motivates and hypes the uh, the people that play with him. And uh, I personally had a good time with him. Definitely, I wasn't, I'd say, I wasn't as good as a player there already. Like I wasn't, I was also like kind of new to the game still, and I was still inexperienced to like the higher higher class of uh, Albion gameplay. But uh, he kind of gave me, I wouldn't say, gave me like an entrance, but he kind of showed me, you know, this is like the big scale, this is what it should look like. Um, You know, you lose sometimes and you win. And sometimes you can rage, sometimes you can't rage. But all in all, it's it's still a game. Some people take it too seriously. Sometimes he gets trolled. And it happens. And I think uh, in the end for me, Derek is still a good guy to play with. And uh, was a lot of fun playing with him in Money Guild. Now Consequence. Uh, to be honest, the Varys didn't work out as well. Like, we're going get, to get to this later, I think. But the Varys didn't work out as well as it did right now. Um, I think I'd, I'd probably join Consequence, because uh, he also asked me to, so that's pretty pretty cool. Pretty solid guy, to be honest. Are they coming back again uh, next season? 
Oh uh, no, definitely not. I'm gonna gonna stay gonna stay with my my guilt. No, I meant is is consequence coming back next season? Because we haven't seen them in a little while, and I'm just wondering if. I mean, they're currently taking it all, but I've seen they're they're currently playing around uh, the oops the the oops alliance that's have been been around with uh, Africa. And I think they're just taking a chill, re- actually, you know, rebuilding, taking the time. Because when they when they started, they instantly fought against nearly the hand-holding of uh, Foot Sterling, which was uh, a little too much for him, I think, at the beginning. Oh, absolutely. He always takes on the a very large challenge. But uh, I heard that uh, you didn't stay in Money Guild very long, that you ended up teaming up with another interesting member of the Albion community as you joined up with Scuzzcapel and Aggressor. Oh, that was that was a fun time. I think that was one of the the, the best times that I've had in Albion. Um, he, as a caller, was super entertaining. Uh, we had really insane CTAs where I just thought, how how could we win this? We were top one, how can I say, top one PvP girl for like a few days. That was pretty huge. I was big fun. I used to call cluster Q fights. Like that was my first major caller role, I'd say so. I used to call the classic Q fights for him. Uh, it was great fun, but unfortunately, uh, you know, the guild disbanded and uh, kind of went away with, uh, I'd say, another known person. Uh, one of his econ officers uh, back then, Mammoth Ride as well, uh, with Magic Mark. And we kind of tried to, you know, keep the dream alive of uh, getting Crystal, getting number one season uh, 11. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we kind of joined up with Shiro at the end. And uh, black things, order. yes, yeah, things became really problematic and uh, really heavy from there. Uh, let's just say there's where the most of the bullshit comes from. Um, where most of the stories kind of started from about negativity, about uh, trust problems about me, uh, where a lot of people like uh, I don't, I don't trust this person. That's kind of started from there. Do you want to get into that and how that happened? Because I believe you were you were trying to shot call there, weren't you? I actually call it trying because um, they they didn't have any shot caller right. Um, so season eleven they had no English shot caller whatsoever. Like all the calls they wanted to have were either busy, or they had their own guilds, their own plans, their old agenda, and I was kind of the only one up for the spot. And uh, I was giving myself out to be a, a renowned caller, a good caller, like a, a better caller than I actually was, because I kind of wanted to you know start playing with the big boys. Throw um, that hype train out there. Up. You're trying to throw Definitely. out the hype, you know, and build yourself up. Like we said before, you've had a, a little bit of history of this that maybe you build yourself up a, a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Yes, something. How can I say one of my one of the game changes in in this game for me at least? Because a lot of things went sideways from there. A lot of good things has happened there. I got a lot of bad things, but all in all, it if if the, the, the stuff that happened in Black Order didn't happen, I wouldn't be right now. Like, I wouldn't be here. Like, I would probably be somewhere else. And uh, I think bad and good uh, were probably the things that should happen. And uh, especially Black Order. Like, there were so so much positive things with the people that I've met there. Uh, a lot of really good players. A lot of people that are still really around Albion that are really known. Mm-hmm. Leading their own guilds, calling their own Zergs. But I've also lot of met, of, met a lot of resistance. Um... <laughs> With the Black Order system, or with Magic Mark itself, as a person, as a leader, I'd so say, and some of the officers there as well. So, in season 11, just getting a little bit back, just rewinding it a little bit. Um, so, there are no callers, so I was up for the spot. Uh, I called 
five CTAs a day for four weeks straight as an 18 year old. I uh, was completely burned out at some point. That'll uh, do it. Con- Jeez, that's, that's a lot. That's, that's, that's too much for, for somebody my age, I guess. And somebody too much for anybody. Five, five uh, CTAs a day. That's, what are they, three hours a piece? Like three hours that's, between them generally? So that's, true. that's 15 hours of your day? And, for, and luckily I had uh, no school. Uh, I had like a little bit of a big, big break. And it was completely, it was too much. Uh, I called like two, two to three big CTAs a day and the rest was just castle taking up to 15 to 20 castles a CTA, which was pretty insane. Our high school was 25 to 26. And um, yeah, we just grinded ourselves uh, for the number one. Uh, everybody burned ourselves out and especially I was really burned at some point. Um, getting overcalled by Magic Mark and the big, big CTAs really was a big thing that uh, changed my mind on him. I couldn't focus, I couldn't concentrate, even though I was new, right? Um, but I guess at some point, if he didn't overcall people, and he still does, like I heard a lot of things that he still is doing the same problem, the same shit that he does in season 11. So explain that real quick. Uh, you're saying he overcalled you. So you're calling a CTA, and then Correct. while you're saying one thing, he starts talking over you on Discord. Exactly. That's that's how it works. Over TeamSpeak, over Discord. Uh, I wasn't as familiar with handling TeamSpeak. Uh, and then I have Magic Mark at the Discord constantly yelling at me. I should do that. I should do that. Uh, this is way better. Please do it. Uh, yeah, I'm dying with the Mammy two maps away. Um, just a few random, really random things. And then he starts often yelling, uh, becoming a little bit delusional about what's actually happening. And uh, that's just kind of, you know, annoyed me too much. And I called him out and uh, it didn't work well. Let's just say it like this. Then I kind of took the back row, the the back room boy role. Um, I got banned from CTAs. Like I didn't, I wasn't allowed on any CTAs. Uh, there was even a little King Mojo thing. I talked to him like for a few for a few minutes uh, because they wanted to have content against Black Order. And mm-hmm. as I was the caller, they talked to me, and I just said, "A band of CTAs, I can't can't mess them. It's not my responsibility anymore." And yeah, kind of got kind of got forced to do like back back room labor. Forced um, to mage raid. Yeah, a lot of mage raiding. Um, back in the days, it was more fun because you wouldn't be as overwhelmed because I always went up with 20 people. It was good content. It was fun. Um, but at some point, it was really too much, too much to do. It was as heavy as calling five CTAs a day. And uh, I really got burned out, um, especially doing so much mage raiding, doing so much backroom stuff We with refining. And that's why I kind of got into trouble. Uh, oh, okay. Now, now, now this is all starting to fall into place. When you told me about this before, the word refining never came up. And now we're moving into what happens next. You started planning an insurrection inside of Black Order, didn't you? I, I wouldn't call it an insurrection. I would well, just you had a, a number uprising. of people. Yeah, a little, a number of people that you were grouping together with the intent of changing the situation inside a... Uh, a well-established guild as one of the new members inside that guild. That's correct. Um, I mean, it's it's. I'd say it's a little uprising against something we thought wasn't right. And that was how he was leading the guild, how he's treating people, how the fining system were. You got like fined if you didn't deposit the loot within a second of uh, you're back in the city. Uh, fines like 1 million, 5 million, or you get kicked out of the guild. Really, it's been a big pressure to a lot of my people. Uh, personally, I brought in a lot of friends, uh, a lot of fun. I met a lot of people, and uh, these people I kind of, you know, talk to. 
I can set up the Discord server for uh, what's later called to be various. And we were kind of done with the situation. And uh, we just wanted to, you know, leave as soon as the days have passed. So we get our rewards. But that day actually never came for us. Uh, we got nearly all kicked before that. Because uh, somebody of our German friends... Yeah, before the reward, somebody ratted us out, uh, sent screenshots to him that we're, you know, making our own stuff next season. Are you talking uh, about a Magic Mark spy? Yeah, I was. I mean, they, he had multiple. Uh, he he had paid them well. At, uh, that's what I've heard. That he always pays people. He's like kind of like, hey, if you have any infos, uh, I'm gonna give you some silver. That's that's mostly how we did things. Um, behind the doors and behind. That's the how rooms. you keep control. You have to have that. You have to have some yeah. snitches. And snitches, uh, snitches are something that I do not like. And back well, that's of course not. You're an insurrectionist. <laughs> I mean, like nobody likes snitches, and um, I didn't. I didn't think about snitches uh, at that day. I was like, hey, all of them are my buddies, but clearly it wasn't. And as we got kicked out, season eleven was over. Uh, I created a guild called Barrys, and uh, it was a content guild. Eighty people, forty people messed up for ZVZ every day. Banger content. We fucked with Bo every day. That was kind of a revenge plot, I'd say, to be honest with various. But also, it used to, it should be a, a content guild, an actual proper guild that should stand for season. But uh, it did not came to that as uh, soon as I thought. Uh, maybe a little later. But yeah, for now, we disbanded because we got a good offer from, I guess, one of the most known guilds in Albion, uh, Conflict. Ah, Conflict, um, yes. The, the great Conflict. I mean, the offer of conflict was pretty simple. Um, back in the days, uh, a guild master, uh, or some say a consul of uh, conflict mm -hmm. that was in contact of with Cryon, mm -hmm. uh, DM us, uh, made us up. We had some people like Charlie, that you probably know, mm -hmm. uh, that was playing in conflict. Um, so he made us a deal. Hey, conflict has a desperate situation. Uh, they need help. They're falling apart. Join, take over, and do content. So that's what we was promised to do whatever you want with the guild. That that was the statement that we got when we moved well, that, into the that's guild. That's quite the deal. Like conflict yeah. got to be a, a real desperate there if they're saying to various at that point because you're still probably various. And yeah, eight, he says, eight, so you got eighty no players. Like we need you to come into our guild, and if you bring your eighty players into our guild, we'll let you take over, and you just have to promise to get content to the remaining members of conflict. No, that's correct. I mean, conflict was really inactive. Uh, a lot of the old leaders either were burned out playing another game or uh, doing other stuff they shouldn't worry about, I guess. Mm. And um, yeah, when we when we joined conflict, conflict had like from two hundred members, they had like forty people active daily. The rest was either AFK for a month, for a year, or for years. And uh, we kind of tried to flip flip a conflict around, but uh, like I have to talk a little bit about Ultron. Uh, Let's say one of the creators of Various with me at that point, who was, let's say, one of the co-leaders of Prototype back in the back in the days, like, and they kind of merged into Various, and that was kind of, um, I'd say, a lucky meet because we it was really good, like our uh, combination of contents was really working really well, and by uh, a chance we got this chance and we took it and we said, hey, we're gonna make the best out of it. But unfortunately, as I'm going to tell you in a bit, it didn't work as well. Um, conflict 
just didn't want to change. Officers and there had their own opinions. They're really opinionated about their NA timers, about their culture there, which was fine. Um, but how we got told was just completely different. And the reality from what was told to us was completely otherwise. Uh, we couldn't change conflict. Um, and we kind of left. Actually, I left first before all the friends left. The, the, um, actually, mattered in this in this guild. Like Ultra left, Rokan left, Econ officer. They uh, they all left, and um, they took the Econ that we have built up from various from conflict. And uh, that's the only thing I know. And since then, I kind of I'd say people kind of kind of said that I scammed them, but I am not associated with this. And people so... come back. I'm going to pry on this one a little bit. So I, I, you told me that you clearly didn't rob them and that you didn't take things from them that were theirs and that what had happened was that your group came in, they already had an established economy, and the economy grew and you left with what you had made, but that is not robbing them. I mean, like, you leave what what you have either built up or what you have um, brought into the guild. It's, I would say it's kind of a reverse train. It's like when you uh, go into a company, buy the company, and then see the company is not doing well. You're trying to resell every stock that you have in there and trying to get back the worth that you have put into. And uh, I think some people really don't understand what actually happened. And... Uh, yeah, that's just something where it came from. Um, that's just something uh, yeah, that I just wanted to tell. And and how did that go? So you, did you leave them with more than you took, or did you leave with more than you came from came with? I actually left with, uh, I'd say a little bit more, but it's not mentionable. It's not it's not something that I would say it's a giant amount. It's like maybe I came in with two hundred mil, and I left with two hundred fifty. Uh, it's pretty much around. That's also based around the content we had. The content was really amazing back then. Uh, a lot of well, made a lot of friends there. <laughs> Obviously, a lot of enemies once once I left conflict. A lot so, of people who. Yeah. You didn't leave Still conflict in worse shape than when you got there. Is what you're trying to say? I mean, like I joined them, yeah. and uh, I de I definitely left a bad impression because yeah. it was also you know under pressure of leading the whole sea alliance, uh, calling the sea alliance uh, to two timers. Especially for me as a German, zero ETC is like two in the morning. Yeah. And it was pretty heavy. That's a little late for you. That's that's kind of rough. I try not to do that to my guys. No, it's just too much. Mm -hmm. So you ended up leaving conflict. You clearly didn't rob them. It was a misunderstanding of just what was whose stuff. And you tried to leave them in a better place than you arrived. And you go back into to various, yeah. right? Or did you take a break? Not directly. It took a little break, uh, but just cleared us out real quick. Just like going back a little bit to the conflict thing to okay. just finish it off. Um, I definitely have to say that once I left um, and people, you know, started talking, I did nothing since I was AFK. I didn't do anything to uh, to defend myself or to call out my name because I just didn't care. Game was finished for me. Had no motivation. Was maybe a little bit in June, maybe a little bit in my new German guild that I've created, but it was all kind of, it was the, the air was out of me and I didn't want to do anything of Albeat anymore. Took a break, season 13, energy search season. 
And uh, yeah, kind of from there, somebody poked me. I was like, hey, are you are you still playing the game? And uh, obviously we wrote no to him. And a few weeks later, I actually came back to him, uh, had COVID. Uh, so which means a lot of time to play a game again. And I kind of reopened various, um, which was, I think, a great move. But at the beginning, it was kind of a boredom thing, I would say. Like I wanted to do something, not sit around two weeks for nothing. And yeah, I started the guild from there and things I'd say were going positive, were going a lot better than they used to be. I, I think I was doing things better than I, than I did. Okay, well, it's good to see that things are going in a positive direction for you. And now you've uh, established the, the new various, right? Yeah, definitely. It's not the old ones, like not, not all the old bangers with a lot of, I'd say some of them are inexperienced, but are really willing to learn okay. and some old bangers. Now, I, I understand that uh, things didn't go great for you inside Avarius. I heard that the, you once again ran into your old friend. Yeah, yeah um, I'd say one of the Black Order, um, Black Order, I'd say um, cultists, uh, one of the uh, spies, I'd say so. One of one of the guys that was really close to Magic Mark kinda made himself into my guild. Uh, as a as an econ officer, as a as a guy that wants to make money for the guild, which was coming into into favor because I wasn't good as e at econ. Like that was just not something that I was interested in. I was purely interested in doing content, calling, leading the guild. But econ was a thing that I was never actually interested once I completely understood the system. And he wanted to do this and um I gave him I gave him a chance, I gave him access to the Riga system. Most of it was pretty much my own fortune. Mm. Uh like like around six hundred six hundred to six hundred fifty mil. Mammy, oh well you you've gotten you, uh up from that two fifty that you had before when you were in conflict. Yeah, I had a lot of it stored. Uh a lot of it um that I did from rate leading when I was was a rate leader from like season nine to ten. Um when the Avalonian rate is called, which I've met a lot of unfriendly guys a lot of friendly guys good bad happens um yeah but uh, i kind of put my money into there uh, a lot of skins that i had back then went up in price for example the alpaca skin went went high as fuck I, i'd say it's like this because mm -hmm. it really exploded and yeah i made a lot of wealth from there and uh, put it into my guild and i was really happy that uh, you know finally uh, things are going better but unfortunately i got a message hey um Spinax, uh, I took your stuff and um, greetings from Magic Mark and uh, stuff like this. And I was really confused. I didn't know what to do at first. I was pissed, obviously. Uh, but I really fast came down because uh, calm down because it was just, you know, it's it's a game at the end. And I had friends in the guild that were helping me build, rebuilding again from this. But it was definitely a hefty blow. And we're still kind of recovering from this. Because, uh, you know, 650 mil for Rigir is still a big word for a newish guild. At this point, after this happens, and you're trying to figure out what to do with yourself, what's your next step? Because now you're in, are you in check at this point? Definitely not. I was season 14. I was alone in a desolate map called Razorock Passage. I had, it was a zero ETC map. I kind of made it into there because uh, my co-GM, Adikapol at that time, a Brazilian guy made made some deals with uh, RDG King, 
with uh, the boys from RPG and uh, kind of talked to everybody around, like everybody who had power, like Gujibanan at that point. Mm-hmm. And they, they kind of left us the map. We didn't need to defend it. We just had a territory for a little bit of season push. And we had a renter, <laughs> but we couldn't defend the renter, but the renter paid us anyway. Um, yeah, it was a really funny situation. We kind of generated some money from there. Um, yeah, but let's just say to the end of the season, uh, yeah, we kind of got struck again with some um, bullshit. We got robbed again, uh, from this time from a council member. Um, you get robbed a lot. Like, everybody's accusing huge. you of robbing people, right? Yeah. And you're getting robbed every day. Uh, I wouldn't say every day. It's like a, it has some st- timestamp, but it was I was really puzzled because um, cause then I had I already has, have a little bit of trust problems, especially in this game. Mm. And um, yeah, it kind of skyrocketed to the point where nobody has access on anything. Um, where I have access on everything except um, except maybe a mount chest for like a member. <laughs> like I took everything, not for myself obviously, but I just took it away for you know safekeeping. Um, yeah, but we kind of recovered from it. I would say we built a solid guild now, and the people are helping to build up what was lost um, and what was damaged mentally, as well as uh, in-game wise. Like what was took people people came replaced chat people came and gave some money to the guild because they cared about the guild, and it's just something that I have never seen in Albion, in any of my guilds. Um, yeah, back in the back in the dream guild, that wasn't something like donation. Everybody was kind of a little bit selfish. Everybody thought about themselves more than they did about the guild, and uh, that was really giving me uh, a good light, a good motivation to keep going and keep pushing, and that's why I'm right now. Um, I'm keep on pushing. I'm not not giving up, and I made a promise to the people that uh, thought I'm gonna disband the guild after one season that I'm not going to disband the guild until I'd leave the game. And here I am on silver, 40k points this season, and I'm doing better than I've ever did. Well, that's impressive. That's impressive, and you're doing that inside an alliance that your reputation followed you too. As I believe you told me <laughs> that when you went to speak with Noobslayer about various joining up with Para and the Czech Alliance, what did you say was his response? I mean, like, he, he wrote, uh, like, I didn't directly talk to him at first. I talked with a friend of his, and uh, he gave me, like, a screenshot, hey, uh, where it stands, like, Noobslayer, like, point, point, I don't trust Spinex. That was kind of the first response. I'm like, oh, no, not again. Like, I'm trying to find a home here. And mm-hmm. the first thing that I get is something about me, about trusting with a person that I have never met, right. that I've never played with. That's just kind of something that drops me. That seems to follow you around a bit, because I think we're coming up to the to the end of the interview here. And, uh, like, um, I, I want to mention this. Why does Bogle have you muted? Like, he's um, never played with you, doesn't know who you are. I, I, you know, we go to do the interview with you, and he's like, why are you muted? What'd you do? I mean, this, like, I covered it multiple times to friends of mine. I spammed them with a Discord server and join. Uh, mm. That was a pretty weird story. Pretty embarrassing, because I joined a Discord server from one of my friends he sent me. And um, yeah, it was kind of a hacked bot botted server. So once I joined, verified myself, I started spamming everybody. And I think I also spammed you with the yes. text. I spammed Drake with the text. And Drake also verified himself and spammed everybody else as well. 
yeah, it was really uh, an annoying situation for everybody, and everybody was kind of confused. Well, that'll do it. I want to say that we tried to give you a little bit of a redemption story from beginning to yeah. the end of your story here, because even now with Noob Slayer, where his initial reaction was, I don't trust Spinex. Now you're yeah, inside of Czech. Now you're... I mean, like we just talked, right? We, we talked, we figured out yeah. shit, and at the end it just was, you know, talk from uh, from a whole other time, from a whole other uh, person. And mm -hmm. uh, at the end we're just, you know, at the moment we're pretty good. We talk, I'd say, on a daily basis. And uh, yeah, it just gives me some kind of, I would say, chance to also build up a guild and also being part of Alliance, a Czech Alliance, which mm -hmm. offers pretty good content, I'd say. Yeah, and you guys are doing quite well. You're doing quite well right now with the Czech Alliance. I'm impressed with what they're accomplishing on a daily basis. You've gone from a pretty low state where things were going pretty bad for you. You're getting hunted down by Black Order to the point where I, I, I don't think Black Order can beat the Czech Alliance right now. Oh, they, they they tried like when we when we first joined the Czech Alliance, but we didn't have the tech yet. They launched on our territory that we were holding mm -hmm. like for a few weeks. They launched it, Czech came over, we smashed them real quick, and they never came again. And let's just say they are not without spice too. I, I had a few intels when they messed up for trying to launch. We were already prepared. Had thirty people messed. Of course, we had not as good ZVZ sets, but uh, we hold our defense. They couldn't launch, so. I guess um, they were really puzzled and really annoyed. <laughs> well, that will happen when they uh, try to d destroy you. So are there any players you want to give a quick shout-out to before I let you go? Because I need to probably get off of this interview so that I can get messaged by Magic Mark that Magic Mark needs to do another Magic Mark interview. Oh, Jesus Christus. I mean, you can uh, you can definitely talk to him again. That's just my opinion at the end. <laughs> but uh, coming to the end, coming to the shout-out, um, there are a few players that I want to shout-out. A few German players that I came a long way with. Uh, Hafa Kicks, uh, one of the old leaders of a German guild. Shot caller as well. He's pretty, he's pretty solid guy. He has his moments, but he's a he's a chill dude. He's currently AFK, unfortunately. Hope he's coming back soon. Herzstimmer, the guy that initially kind of gave the attention from your guys to me. And also a pretty, pretty solid player. One, one I'd say, uh, a guy that you can definitely play with and have fun with. Diego Polo, built up various with me from scratch of season 14. Um, at the moment, unfortunately, also inactive, real-life problems. Ultra violence, definitely call him out. He's been a, he's he's been like me, but older, wiser, and just giving a little bit more experience to me. What I can do, what are the next steps, to reconsider a few things that I've done that I said. And um, the last person I'd like to really shout out other people in various. My I'd say code GM Clevers, uh, that pulls the guild together for me, that helps me uh, with decon, and that's something I'm really proud of to say that. Um, to shout out my own my own boys because that's pretty important to me. And by the way, Barry's uh, gonna hit hit gold next season, and uh, that's something that that I want to shoot for. So if somebody's out there interested for some gold, for some for a guild that trains you, for a guild that cares of you, and uh, doesn't fucking lie to you every time something happens, gives you good regears, uh, you can hit me up, or you can join our Discord and just check out with there. Do you regear capes? Uh, I mean, for for special special ones, I do. 
Okay, all right. That just I, you just said good regears, so I'm just checking how good they are. You know, capes is the test right there. I mean, like the capes depends depends on the players, right? Okay. You get a 4.1 cape if you're annoying. You get a 4.2 cape if you're a monkey, and you get a tier 4.3 cape if you're a good player. So you know, it all comes together. And I mean, some monkeys and some good players always come together, and it's big fun every time. Well, it sounds like you're gonna have a fun time next season in various. Thank you very much, Spinex. I hope we were able to uh, help you clear up your history and you feel like you got a, a fair shot to explain things, like why Bogle has you muted. <laughs> I mean, I already talked about it. I'm just uh, saying, I, I, gave, I gave you the opportunity to explain it. You explained it. I'm just explaining that we gave you that opportunity. And uh, it's it's up for the community to judge for themselves. Thank you very much for doing the interview. I look forward to hearing about the future of Various next season. And if you guys hit gold, good luck. Yeah, thanks, man.